Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. Our current goal is to get to 100 reviews on the podcast's app to help new listeners find us. If you haven't written a review yet, please do. Thank you to everyone who's taken the time to do so already. We get closer to our goal every week. Your reviews continue to amaze us, and we learn from your feedback as well. So thank you for taking the time to share. This episode is brought to you by International Pen Pals. Tonight, we'll read an excerpt from Benjamin Franklin's autobiography, where he describes his childhood. The autobiography of Benjamin Franklin is the traditional name for the unfinished record of his own life memoirs written by Franklin from 1771 to 1790. Only published well after his death, this work has become one of the most famous and influential examples of an autobiography ever written. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Beginning life as a printer. From a child, I was fond of reading, and all the little money that came into my hands was ever laid out in books. Pleased with the Pilgrim's Progress, my first collection was of John Bunyan's works in separate little volumes. I afterward sold them to enable me to buy R. Burton's historical collections. They were small Chapman's books and cheap. 
40 or 50 in all. My father's little library consisted chiefly of books in polemic divinity, most of which I read, and I have since often regretted that at a time when I had such a thirst for knowledge, more proper books had not fallen in my way, since it was now resolved I should not be a clergyman. Plutarch's Lives there was in which I read abundantly, and I still think that time spent to great advantage. There was also a book of Defoe's called An Essay on Projects, which perhaps gave me a turn of thinking that had an influence on some of the principal future events of my life. This bookish inclination at length determined my father to make me a printer, though he had already one son, James, of that profession. In 1717, my brother James returned from England with a press and letters to set up his business in Boston. I liked it much better than that of my father, but still had a hankering for the sea. To prevent the apprehended effect of such an inclination, my father was impatient to have me bound to my brother. I stood out some time, but at last was persuaded and signed the indentures when I was yet but 12 years old. I was to serve as an apprentice till I was 21 years of age. Only I was allowed journeyman's wages during the last year. In a little time, I made great proficiency in the business and became a useful hand to my brother. I now had access to better books. An acquaintance with the apprentices of booksellers enabled me sometimes to borrow a small one, which I was careful to return soon and clean. Often I sat up in my room reading the greatest part of the night. When the book was borrowed in the evening and to be returned early in the morning, lest it should be missed or wanted. And after some time, an ingenious tradesman, Mr. Matthew Adams, who had a pretty collection of books and who frequented our printing house, took notice of me, invited me to his library, and very kindly lent me such books as I chose to read. I now took a fancy to poetry and made some little pieces. My brother, thinking it might turn to account, encouraged me and put me on composing occasional ballads. One was called The Lighthouse Tragedy and contained an account of the drowning of Captain Wertherlake with his two daughters. The other was a sailor's song on the taking of Teach or Blackbeard, the pirate. They were wretched stuff in the Grub Street ballad style. And when they were printed, he sent me about the